Hey, everybody. Welcome back to uh, Future of Supply Chain. We're live here in uh, Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, once again, I'm Daniel Pickett. I'm the Chief Technology Officer at Freight Waves. I'm here with Tyler Crow, who is a, a sales team lead for Lean Solutions. Um, Freight Waves, we absolutely use Lean for uh, for some of our offshore, uh, nearshore development work. And one of the things I love about you guys is that you you eat your own dog food. You believe in what you're selling enough that you actually manage a, a team uh, in Colombia of, of sales representatives who help sell Lean Solutions. Uh, tell me what it's like working with people in a foreign country. What, what are some of the challenges you've got? Yeah, no, first of all, appreciate that. Appreciate the Freight Waves team for having us out here. As far as some challenges, there's been very limited challenges. I think the more that you treat these individuals in Colombia or in any Latin American country as your own team members, send down swag, send down t-shirt, have them visit us you know, in the US and, and we go down there to Colombia quite frequently, it makes it quite easy. And, and there's not many challenges that we've seen so far. far, far. That's fantastic. And I would say we do the same thing with, with our tech team members is they are just another person on our team. They have an at FreightWaves email address. They're in our Slack. You know, they come to all our staff meetings. And I mean, they're they're 100% shoulder to shoulder um, with, with our developers and and designers and, and uh, you know, just data scientists, data engineers, all that. Um, t- tell me about what what is it like having a mixed team? Because you have some domestic uh, salespeople and you have some, uh, you know, nearshore uh, people down at, down in Columbia. So what, what's that team dynamic? What are the what are the opportunities and challenges with having a, a blended team? Yeah, so I think the challenges is number one, the distance. Uh, we're located in Fort Lauderdale, so two and a half hour flight to go down there. But like I mentioned, we have them constantly coming up in the U.S. But what that does is it really does drive the competitive nature for your U.S.-based team reps, right? The team members down in Columbia are constantly striving to get better, and that really pushes our U.S. team to the next level, and that really does bring out that true competitive edge. Yeah, yeah. And, and so, I mean, are, are you able to develop that team spirit are there are there any kind of cultural barriers you've had to you've had to deal with or or, or i mean uh, but how, how does that dynamic work between between your uh, your team members yeah so as far as the the team spirit i mean lean solutions group has a great culture overall um, and how engaging we are we're constantly texting we're constantly communicating we have team meetings daily huddles every day uh, i'd see the the one cultural barrier is me having an athletic background playing football my entire life especially working in logistics, it's kind of, hey, do this, hey, do that. Um, with the Colombian team, you do have to be, you know, a, a, you know, a little more, you know, understanding, like, hey, how are you doing? How's your day going? Instead of going right into it, say, hey, I need this, you know, take a lot. So it's more so uh, those things than anything. That's a, that's great. Um, so, so you talked a little bit about remote and the distance. And, and I think there's a lot of companies who have remote domestic employees. I know we do at FreightWaves. And then you've got in, in another country, you know, fortunately, you've got the same time zone. But what, uh, what, what are you guys doing with you know, kind of your people, your process, your your technology, uh, to to kind of have this asynchronous or 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 at least remote work and kind of keep everybody on the same page? What, what changes have you had to make there? Yeah. So the changes that we had to make is is number one is increase the resources on our U.S. based team. Without the resources that we have, without increasing those team members, we wouldn't be able to keep the eyes that we keep on the Colombian team. So I think that's the the key to success is making sure that every single individual, no matter what level in the process they are, how tenured they are, they feel like they're being treated the same. They feel like they're given the same tools um, in order to be successful within the organization. That, that makes a ton of sense. So for us, um, you know, a, a lot of our a lot of our software is kind of sprint work. It's it's not so much you're in. You guys have like a Salesforce workflow. We're going to work through these leads. I, I would imagine, right? Um, you know, whereas, whereas we're kind of organized around software development sprints, and so. You know, one, one of the keys for us is that we use the tools. So we, we use Jira, but there's a million different workflow tools that people can use. 
um, to kind of track software development. But um, for us, it's really about documenting things in the tool so that people can work asynchronously so that it's not, oh, yeah, we said that in a meeting. Um, you know, that, that's that been really helpful for us. Are, what, are, what are you guys? Are you guys using Salesforce? Is that how you kind of keep everybody you know, in in uh, in touch and, and in sync on the same page. Any other tools uh, or specific processes that you guys are using? Yeah, absolutely. So we have HubSpot as our CRM. Okay. So we take well, well-documented notes. And we always say and always make a joke, if it's not in HubSpot, it didn't happen. Right. right so yeah, that, yeah. That, that's super that, important. That, that, is, that is us with uh, with Jira, <laughs> which is our workflow tool. Right, right, exactly. And then we also utilize different, you know, technologies such as StemTrain, where we actually put our reps through, you know, a robotic simulation of what a phone call would look like if they're making a cold call and it grades them on how well they do based off of the scripts that we put in. So utilizing different technologies like that, being sure to be, you know, very present in HubSpot, it helps things be a lot, lot smoother. So is that is that part of your onboarding? Is that part of your um your, your kind of interview and screening process when you say we kind of put them through these simulations? Because on the tech side, you know, we, we do a couple fit interviews, a couple, you know, do you have the uh you know the technical background interviews? And then we typically will do something similar, a, a simulated exercise or or something like that. Um what 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 is what is uh both interview and then onboarding look like for for your team remotely? Yeah. So the interview process, again, it's very similar to what we do here in the U.S. What we do, because we have the access of traveling traveling down to Colombia or Guatemala, is we go down there and interview them in person. Right? We want to take them out for coffee. We want to learn about their hobbies, what they like to do, what their personality type is. Um, and and really, from that point on, it, it makes it a lot easier to, to kind of vet them out. Once they've completed that process, we, we, we put them through every single training that any U.S.-based rep has gone through. So we put them through the HubSpot training. We put them through a transportation logistics training. So once they get in their seat, they're they're essentially turnkey and we just have to, you know, tweak some things from there. Yeah, I, I, mean, I mean, I love how you said, and it's like we do, is we treat them just like any other FreightWave staff employee. And, you know, what you're talking about, getting to know them, that's just good management. You know, it's 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 almost no difference from our domestic employees. Um, obviously, we've realized, you know, a cost savings, um, but we're, we're still getting really high caliber talent. Uh, you know, talk about, the, the talent versus cost trade-off with you guys. Is it is it one-to-one, peer-to-peer? Uh, you know, I, I would say we're somewhere between, a, you know, 60 to 80% of the cost of a domestic full-time resource is what we end up with. Uh, but but for us, the quality is peer-to-peer, shoulder-to-shoulder with, with what we've been able to source domestically. Yeah. What's and, been your experience? Yeah, I've seen that across the board. Every single individual in Latin America that's working side-by-side with the U.S.-based team members has been shoulder-to-shoulder. And there's a lot of things that the U.S.-based team members teach the Latin American-based team. And there's a lot of things that the Latin American-based team members teach our, our U.S.-based team. They've opened so many doors. They're so creative, whether it's a virtual cup of coffee or whether it's a short text message uh, about the weather in their city. It's, it's just made it a lot easier to you know really open up the, you know, the model uh, to a lot of the logistics companies. So, so that's fantastic. I, I guess, tell, tell me uh, some more examples. What, what have you learned from the international team that you know, kind of open your eyes. You, you might not have not might not have seen the other way. So I, I would say things that I've learned is really their creativity, like the way that these individuals are approaching different prospects, as opposed to, you know, maybe some of the U.S. based team members. Like I mentioned, that virtual cup of coffee is something that I learned over the last couple of weeks. I've been utilizing it. It hasn't been working as good as good for me. Uh, but for our team members down there, they just they just know how to get creative. Well, Colombians and coffee, you know, they're they're kind of an authority on the subject. Uh, <laughs> right, 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 exactly. Yeah. Speaking of which, the, the booth over here, they have some fantastic coffee. So if out here in the audience have not gone by Lean to get get some of that uh, stri- Colombia's finest uh, Lean branded coffee, highly recommend. It's excellent stuff. 
Um, yeah, that's also we we've also kind of learned from our international team um, quite a lot, uh, especially some of the guys who are doing our usability testing. We you know we're a startup, you grow fast, it's explosive and wild and a little bit messy. And and now that we're kind of coming back and putting some of these you know more refined processes in place, uh, the lean team has helped us get uh, integration regression testing on, on our UI on our APIs so that we. You know, if we make a mistake, it's we notice it instantly before it before it goes out to the uh, to the wide world of Sonar customers. So we, we've learned a ton from them there. Um, you know, I, I know you guys do sales. Uh, some people are doing BDR. Some people are doing back office processing. Yep. We're we're doing technology. We we even have a data scientist from you guys who's helping us kind of look at all this uh, supply chain data, clean it up, make sense of it. You know, pe- people are in the big room over there looking at Sonar screens, and and I mean we've got. Lean software developers. We've got uh, lean UI testers. Uh, people doing kind of project management stuff with lean. We've we've got people actually crunching the numbers behind the scenes. Um, and, and I would just echo what you said about that creativity. Um, you know, it, it it really is. You're getting very very high quality caliber talent. Um, for us, we have not had an issue at all with language barriers. I mean, everybody speaks extremely uh, clear clear English. But tell me about that. How, how important is that in a sales role? Um, you know, I think in technology. We've kind of been used to outsourcing and maybe, you know, workable English. Is that different in a sales role? How important is it in a sales role? Obviously, in a sales role, you need to be able to convey your message clearly uh, to the prospect or to the customer. And being that a lot of our individuals actually grew up in the U.S., like they've lived lives in the U.S., but being that they're so close in proximity, that culture is there. We get to hear their English levels before bringing them on board. So we know individuals that, that we see, you know, potential in. Um, and we really capture that and try to maximize it in every way possible. Yeah. And so, I mean, is, is your Colombian team, uh, are, are they as effective, uh, whether on a absolute basis or a, you know, cost adjusted basis as, as your domestics teams? I, I would say they are. I, like I mentioned before, when you asked yeah. that question, I think like you're really shoulder to shoulder with, with the results that they've been able to bring in and being able to have them both work side by side, you know, really prioritizing one's strengths and one's weaknesses, uh, has been, a, a Again, very effective to uh, to the overall growth of the company. That, that has been our experience also. Um, and I would say when we when we kind of first brought people in, we weren't sure. You know, we were like, we'll give them the low hanging fruit. But but now that we're you know more than a year in, um, some of our you know some of our longest tenure lean developers are you know they're starting to make really great architecture uh, you know suggestions and and they're really starting to get the big picture. So so like you said, it is. It's not a 1099 that you're going to use for for surplus project work. It, it is a full time employee without the headaches of hiring internationally and you know all the tax implications of that and then currency exchange implications. Lean handles all of that for us. So so that's been uh, it's been really smooth for us too. Um, I, I would say same thing. One hundred percent is effective. So um, you know if somebody is considering outsourcing, um, you know whatever function it might be. Um, or if they're already outsourcing and, and trying to decide, how do I make this more effective? What, what would your advice be? What, what suggestions would you give to, uh, to either prospects or people that are doing offshoring and maybe are not in, completely satisfied with it? Yeah, so I have three points to add on that. I said, number one is, is find the right partner, yeah. right? Find someone who truly cares about helping you grow your business. Um, I'd say the second point is, again, make them feel like they're a part of your organization. Fly down there, bring them t-shirts, bring them coffee mugs, ask them about their family, um, and I'd say the third and, and, and the most important thing is make sure that your internal team and your middle managers are bought in. Cause a lot of the times these conversations are had with the C-level team and then they're trying to relay that message down to the Absolutely. middle management team. Absolutely. And then they're kind of frightened 
by the cultural, you know, by the cultural differences in some ways. Um, so being able to, you know, being sure that your team is bought in, um, that they understand, you know, these individuals are working in a different country. It's going to take a little bit of time for them to get up to speed. But once they do get up to speed, you're, you're going to see that ROI immediately. Yeah. I mean, again, that, that's been our experience as well. Um, talk, talk a little bit about, so, so for us, one of the things that really attracted us to lean was the, the time zone, you know, being the same as our time zone. There's certainly some development processes where we could be asynchronous and go, you know, you know, opposite time zones, maybe to Asia. Um, obviously, in sales, that's probably a challenge if you're not selling in Asia. Uh, so, so I guess just just talk about you know time zone difference and and uh, you know why that's so key to work with someone, you know, south of us, not east or west of us. Right. So being that Colombia is on central time zone for eight months, eastern for the other four, it makes it a lot easier for them to work along their colleagues in the U.S. So if they have any questions. Um, if they need an escalation or, or, you know, to some, some degree, they're able to easily go to those team members. If you're working with team members that are on the a flip time zone, like let's say the Philippines, which we do a lot of second and third shift for, it, it can create some challenges, but that time zone is really, really effective when you're trying to manage a team that's working remotely. Yeah. Very good. So, you know, and, and I was asking you about suggestions. Um, one, one that I would have is talk, you know, and, and you mentioned find a partner. The way we did it is we, we interviewed four vendors. We got a spreadsheet. We looked at costs. We looked at service. We looked at, you know, do they really understand our business? So it's one of the things you guys are deep in transportation. So it was a perfect fit for us. Um, and, and you know, full transparency, uh, Lean and JB Hunt are constantly like neck and neck for who can throw the best party. So so I, 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 I had to include Lean. You guys have been a big supporter of Freightways. I said, you know what? These are these are sales guys. They're party animals. They're not gonna they're not gonna have the goods. And you guys proved me wrong. Um, you know. So top to bottom, uh, a, a top-notch organization, and and uh, you know you, you guys you guys won our RFP fair and square. It was outstanding. Um, we we love our team. I promise I would give a, a shout out to uh, to our team in Colombia. So uh, Andres, uh, Alias, Schneider, uh, both our Santiago's, and and then um, you know Martin and Vanessa who help us with sourcing. Uh, we love those guys, and uh, we we hope to. Uh, I love your idea. We we hope to come down and see you guys in Colombia, or maybe have you guys visit. I'm going to get you some Freightwave swag here soon. Or maybe I'll send it back with these guys. Um, but, but thank you guys for being part of our team. And, and thank you guys for supporting Freightwaves and, and helping us build build our product Sonar. Absolutely. No, thanks so much for having us. And throw another XL in there for me, if you will. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, well, well, thanks so much. We look forward to seeing you guys in Chattanooga in, uh, in what, five or six months. And, uh, and as always, you know, right now, is, right now is the time everybody's looking for calls. If you, if you don't have a, a nearshoring strategy, Get over here and talk to Lean. Hey, thanks so much. Awesome.